Greetings, welcome to my podcast. I'm Eric Backer, the naturopath from New Zealand and formulator of the Kanzita range of supplements. In each of my bite-sized episodes, you'll be getting practical tips that you can follow right away to improve your health and lifestyle. So go ahead and binge listen. We're talking again about toenail fungus, the yeast infection of the toenail, a condition I see quite a lot in people. So I've got a list here of about eight or nine different conditions that people commonly mistaken for toenail yeast infection or toenail fungus. So let's go through this list. I'll give you a bit of commentary and explain a bit more as I go along. So these are common conditions uh, that people have uh, or may have, and they may actually uh, think that they've got a, a toenail yeast infection when in fact they haven't got that at all. So the first one would be lines and ridges on nails. We commonly see these with, with patients in coming to see an naturopath or a medical doctor. Lines and ridges can be formed for many different reasons. There are certain low lines called bow's lines, for example, small, uh, white, long ridges along the nail. Those lines can be caused uh, sometimes by, uh, particularly, I find, problems with the stomach. So poor stomach acidity. Uh, which can preclude somebody from absorbing the minerals they need to build good nail, you know, good nails. So nails are made of keratin, protein. To be able to build good nails, you have to break down protein properly to, uh, you know, peptides, polypeptides and amino acids that help to build nail tissue. You've got to be able to absorb the right kinds of minerals and vitamins that allow good nail structure and, and, and this, this matrix to build. So with poor digestion is poor nail function. Right? And with increasing age, we see this commonly in older people. People taking acid-blocking medication, for example, will have a lot of lines or ridges. People who drink a lot of alcohol-like spirits on an empty stomach can, can get these ridges. And another condition I commonly associate with under-functioning gut often will be a redness of the cheek or fine capillaries around this area. You'll see that often in people in their my age, 50s or 60s, particularly whiskey drinkers or, or vodka drinkers or cigarette smokers. They'll often wreck their gut function, and uh, they'll start developing these capillaries and ridge nails, and these are common things. White spots on the nails or, or white flecks can be a sign of deficiencies of iron or zinc. Uh, various uh, macro minerals, so bigger minerals or trace element deficiencies will manifest as, as specks, specks, flecks, uh, or color, you know these weird spots on nails. So that's lines and ridges. I associate a nail with a little hump on the, uh, with a nail shaped in a sort of hump shape, uh, often to be an issue with blood pressure and particularly respiratory problems with the patient. So chronic lung conditions like COPD, chronic obstructive pulmonary disorder, for example, or emphysema, person can have a nail that's in a bit of a hump shape. Okay, so look at a, a person who's got emphysema at their fingernails, and you'll see this to be true. Certain lung cancers will, will create this problem as well. The second one is senile nails or old nails. So elderly people often have very brittle nail, nails and thin nails, particularly at the edge of the nail. This is not a yeast infection. This generally means poor digestion. With each passing decade, the person's digestive system will just go down and down and down. And as a consequence, they'll also have poor bone, poor nerve, poor muscle, poor hair. Everything declines as the person ages. If you can revive an elderly person's digestive system, you're going to do them a lot of good. And I often like to put elderly patients for that reason on betaine, hydrochloric acid, betaine, HCL, and pepsin, um, digestive enzymes, which can give them a whole new lease of life. Third one, white or yellow nails. Okay, this can be a separation of the nail bed. 
so you may get a bit of air under the nail in this case. Yellowing nails uh, with a smoker are quite common. You'll see that often on these two fingers, you know, the index finger uh, and the middle finger from holding the cigarette. So if you get yellowing on nails with smoker, well, it's going to be the nicotine, the tar contributing to that. But if you've got a yellowing or whitening of the nail, it could be the nail lifting. And that can also be the occupation of the person. They could have their hands wet or be in gloves quite a lot. They, you know, I've seen patients working on dairy farms, for example, you know, that have a lot of moisture on their hands or in gloves. They tend to get this yellowing of the nail. This is not necessarily a fungal infection. Sometimes the best thing to do is to get uh, you know, a scraping taken from under the fingernail and get this checked out to make sure you know, it's a yeast infection or not. Now, particularly if a person's working in an environment like that where you, you know, you're not quite sure what you're dealing with. Red or black nails. Uh, hematoma. I mean, we've all had hematoma from time to time. Have you ever had, um, you ever struck your finger uh, with a hammer or, or a blunt heavy object and had that excruciating pain? You know, there's a lot of nerves. Uh, the fingers are rich in nerves. So if you, if you hit a nail, it's going to hurt like hell. And over time, over a period of two or three days, you're going to get a swelling under the nail pressure building up and sometimes lancing that nail with a hot needle and you'll get a spurt of black blood coming out. So that's called the hematoma. It's basically a blood bruise trapped under a nail. And you'll sometimes see people in your day-to-day -day life with black nails. Often trauma was involved. So ask the person and you'll find usually that they dropped something on it or it was a car door accident or you know, they could be a carpenter or a builder. Uh, these are common things with males, but we see them with females quite a lot uh, as well. Uh, green nails. <clears throat> so nails can also be susceptible to bacterial infection, and there's one called Pseudomonas. Pseudomonas can affect people uh, on different levels, lungs, their blood, but also their nails. Pseudomonas infections can be quite critical if they're internal, but they're usually quite limiting if they're external on, on the nail. So the nail bed may be infected with bacteria, and this can manifest itself as a greeny-colored nail. Pretty weird, okay? But yeah, get that one checked out if you're in doubt as well. Pitted nails. <clears throat> Pitted nails are quite common with psoriasis. Three quarters of psoriasis patients have got candida yeast infection. And I believe that all psoriasis patients should be treated um, for yeast infection. Check out my um, psoriasis program, the psoriasisprogram.com. There's a good website on, on psoriasis information. Um, but pitted nails warrant uh, usually treatment for fungal nails, in my opinion. So if you've got nail like it's got like little pit cynical dots, treat as you would a, a toenail fungus condition. Swelling of the red area of skin around the nail. Paronochia, paroniki or paronchia. There are different ways you can pronounce this. Paronchia. So this is basically a little infection, uh, you know, at the bottom of the nail there where the cuticle is. You can get a bacterial infection there, and that can cause a painful red inflammation uh, you know, of that area. Whitlow's um, is another condition. Whitlow is a condition really involving a fingertip, like a little infection right at the edge of the finger, uh, with the fingernail. Uh, so quite similar again. These are little infections, and often they occur from cutting the nail too short or cutting into the cuticle or damaging the cuticle. So with proper nail care and pushing the cuticle back, you know, um, good clean habits. You're going to prevent things like uh, the swelling occurring in these areas. And the last one really is chronic nail trauma. So nail trauma we see in in people um, in certain occupations. I've seen people from all walks of life over the last 27 years in my clinic. Uh, you know, people working in roadworks, uh, carpenters, uh, welders, boilermakers, uh, plumbers, all these sorts of people, but even jewelers. 
Uh, many people who use their hands quite a lot uh, can be prone to nail trauma. But it can also happen just to, to moms and dads and children falling off a bicycle, working in the garden. You know, there are many areas uh, that, that, that can, uh, you know, make you more prone to getting nail damage. I tend to wear gloves all the time when I'm in the garden. I do a lot of work around the house, painting and carpentry work, but I always wear a good set of gloves. I've got many different kinds of gloves I wear depending on the job that I'm doing. Uh, but even if I mow the yard, mow the garden and rake leaves, I tend to wear um, just cheap sort of cotton gloves. I find it quite a good idea because it prevents a lot of damage to the, to the fingers and to the skin. Because hands, if you damage them, it can be a portal of entry of bacteria. And it can also make it more difficult for you to work on computers and you know, mobile devices. So I hope that gives you a bit of information on the eight common things, uh, you know, some common, some less common, that could be misconstrued as a toenail, you know, or fingernail uh, fungal condition. Because we do get fungal conditions um, of, the, of the toenail and the fingernail. More commonly, the toenail fungus affects the feet, but you can get, um, you know, fungus affecting the fingernails as well. Thanks for tuning into my video today.